Hello, Sky friends, and welcome to Seasons of Skyrim, a custom 5e D&D adventure that focuses on the stories of our characters as they explore their impact on the world and the consequences that follow. I am your host and DM, Scott. Hi, my name is Shannon. I play Arnis Gray, or Gray the Great, to my fans. I am a half-elf bard. Hi, my name is Chris. I play Vale the Changeling Rogue, sometimes known as Kara Frostfall or Lord Carver Golddagger III. Hi, my name is Nate. I play Darvin Grimm, the human monk. Thank you for joining us. Please enjoy this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. Book 2, Chapter 39 Splitting the Future So the four of you step in through the door, and as you enter in, you're standing in a black space devoid of anything except yourselves. A streak of green, like a shooting star, flies just below the surface of the ground. Then another, and another, and countless more until the ground is a field of streaking lights. Distance and speed become difficult to judge. Following the lights, you see a figure in the darkness ahead. As you near them, a familiar, four-armed silhouette appears in front of you. And as he steps into view, two identical Gosrims emerge from the first. As the light in this space intensifies, you see behind the three of them, post after post in the ground. Tied to each of them, you see yourselves. Now you may ask your question, Arnis. Now I have multiple questions. <laughs> <laughs> so, Vail took that potion of death with them. Did it actually come out of that room, or did it disappear? Vale still has that potion of death. Yes. Now, when you say tied to all of these posts we see ourselves, do you mean like, (laughs) I see a whole bunch of me, or I see a whole bunch of the three of us tied to posts? You each see a whole bunch of the four of you tied to these posts. Oh, right, Sam. Sam is in this room as well. So there's multiple versions of each of us at each mm-hmm. post? Okay. Yeah. And is it like each post there's four people? Sure. I like that. Okay. And there's two grass rooms? Three. Three grass rooms, which is three more than the world needs. The four-armed uh, looking gorilla version of goss room. Presumably only one of them is the real goss room. It's the future. Who's to say which one is going to be real? Exactly. Well, right. I'm not going to What assume. is the task here? You should play that one M and M song and go, will the real costume please stand up? And I'll have to stand up and then we'll know. I think they're already standing. Oh. You can sit the real one to sit down. (laughs) Do you do anything yet? I'm not sure exactly what I'm looking at, and so I'm I'm hesitant to just start like firing when I don't really know if there's a choice. Each costume has a pole with a version. No, I'm so confused. There are way more than three posts. It's like a cornfield, except instead of corn, it's you. 
Okay. <laughs> Time to post. Coolio. Like the lost boys on the mast of the Jolly Roger. Maybe we're supposed to free them. As something. It's a lot of people. As these three Gosrooms step forward, two of them peel off, one to each side, yeah. and start heading towards the posts. One of these Gosrooms starts using their abilities to create monstrous versions of you all. That's awesome. Kangaroo Darvins, Rabbit Arnis, Butterfly Veils. The other one is going post to post and just biting your heads off. And each time, it just grows a little bit bigger. A little bit bigger. The third one stands before you. Dude, what the hell? Maybe I don't know. Maybe we should see if we can beat them to some posts and let some of us go so they can I was can't. thinking, yeah, let's add to our ranks by yeah. versions of ourselves. If possible. At the very least, to stop them from joining their ranks. You talk to him, and I'm going to sneak about untying people. Smart. Good luck. What do you want me to do? What do you want to do, Darwin? Play chess drums. Ooh, I could play chess drums while you talk. That's a pretty good distraction. Yeah, we'll beat Poet it up. It'll be good. Alright, I know what Vale's doing. Or I could sneak around and try and untie other people, but I'm not as sneaky as Vale, right? You're pretty it's, sneaky. You're pretty sneaky. Alright, maybe. I don't know who's the sneakiest, but you're both pretty sneaky. Okay, maybe that's I assume what Vale too. is a little bit more as the rogue. Arnest, do you want to converse with this third goss room? Yeah, I guess so. I guess I do. Alright. This four armed, white gorilla looking beast steps forward, folds their two lower arms. Uses the upper two to gesture openly. I've been hoping that you would join me. Would you? Oh, so like you. Oh, oh, I see. So you want us to become your followers. Hence the like replica uses. He looks back at the one transforming the different versions of yourselves. He wants you to be monstrous. More than what you are. I simply want you to act in my best interest. As you are. Except, you see, the problem with that dude is, like, you do some not cool stuff to people. (laughs) Like, uh, changing all those people into, like, butterfly people, that was not cool, man. Like, that's not, if given an actual choice... Given an actual choice, I don't believe for a single second that those people would have been like, sweet, weird-ass butterfly person. That's totally what I want for my life. (laughs) That's in the past, and that's other people. We should look ahead to what you can do for me in the future. All right. So what can I do for you? All the gods are at war with each other, but none of them can actually do anything about it. Because why do I feel like this this guy is going to be like, I want you to kill... Well, remember, it's not really him either. Uh, Like, I want you to kill Olwenir or something. It's not really him, though. No, I know it's not really him. I know that that it's, like, fakey, but at the same time... Those rocks did come through the past and hit. Yeah, but I also feel like that was part of the... Anyway. Well, for starters, you could stop serving Corum. We could go from there. Talking about me, personally? I don't. Don't you? Well, I mean, I'm indebted to him, but 
I don't follow his orders or take direction from him. Except you do. What are you talking about? Why are you here, RS? With you? <laughs> I don't know. As Gostrom asks, why are you here? Let's go to Darvin and Vale. Are you all sneaking around? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Well... You can go in the direction where a Gosrom is transforming a bunch of copies of yourselves, or the direction where one of them is eating the heads off of yourselves. I want to go with the eating the heads off. Okay. What about you, Darwin? I'll go the other way. Okay. You can both roll stealth if you want to be sneaky about it. All right, Darwin, what'd you get? 15. Vale. 28. Damn. All right, I guess at least in this instance, Vale is sneakier. Vale, you're able to sneak among the posts where Gosrim is biting the heads off of you and your friends, growing a little bit bigger each time. You see this giant gorilla-like mouth reach down, wrap their teeth around a Vale head, and just <coughs> bite one off. That's not cool, man. Darvin, as you're sneaking over to where copies of yourselves are being changed into different monstrous forms, that Gosrim stops you, sees you. Hold up there. How did you get loose? Especially without... He looks you over. Receiving any of my gifts. I'm not one of them. Oh, not yet, but come here. Come, nope. son. Nope. Let me... Let me gift you something. Nope, we're good. Mm. What do you do, Darvin? <laughs> uh, he just stands there and says, Nope, we're good. Uh, how do you convince him of the fact that, no, you're good? He wants to transform you. Crap, I don't know. Hang on. I run. <laughs> <laughs> Which way? Where do you go? Where are you running? See, I don't want to go too far from Arnis, but I also don't want to bring him to Arnis with me. Okay. So, like, sort of that way, but not exactly that way. You start weaving in and out of the... Yeah, weaving in and out. What, what I'm weaving. Yeah, I'm going to weave in and out. What I'm really trying to do is lose him, but I realize that may not be physically possible. No, it's possible. This is a dark space. Like, the light in this room is coming from the ground, where these green streaks of light are just shooting past very quickly. It's like standing above, like, a ship going into hyperdrive. Hmm. You just see everything swooping by. Sounds very pretty. It looks wonderful, and if there weren't a, a god there turning people into monsters or eating heads, it might be pleasant. Alright, Darvin goes running off into the darkness among the posts. Roll a stealth check. 18. Good, good, good. Vale, you've successfully made it up to these posts without being spotted. What are you up to? Cut them free. Alright, you start cutting them free. Are you cutting everybody free? Yep. And different versions of yourselves are getting cut free and thanking you. All of the veils are giving you real sidelong glances, like, who the hell are you? I, I don't trust you. There should only be one of me. <laughs> All the Sams are very happy to be freed. Give you a pat on the back, a squeeze on the shoulder, quick hug. The Darvins and the Aranises are friendly about it, and they're, hey, what are we doing? We, we need to fight the Gothrams. <laughs> okay. You start rallying a bunch of these alternate versions of yourselves for a fight. Arnis. Me. You. He said 
he wants to know what you're doing. Like, mm. It's not that he wants to know what you're doing here. He asks the question as if he knows the answer. So I say, tell me, buddy. You are here serving Korra, but you don't need to. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You could join us. Wait, wait, wait. Is, like, is Korum, like, every god's enemy? And I'm actually asking him this because I'm very confused right now. Because I wasn't aware that you and Korum were at odds. Do I know this? Do I know that they don't like each other? No, no. I don't know that. Okay. You have I, not heard of any beef between Gosrum and Korum. Okay. I just wanted to make sure that I was being, like, actually truthful because I'm not meaning to lie to him. Them. You call him. He's been identifying male pretty solidly up to All this right. point. So, let me go back and actually ask the question. Wait, 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 wait. I'm really confused. I was not aware that there was, like, beef between you and Coram, nor how I would be involved in it in some way with you. I know that we've had beef. That's beside the point right now. Okay. But if you're running from Coram's judgment, why does that mean somebody else has to die? Oh, I see. So you don't have beef with Coram, but you're buddies with Pathox. Hmm. Buddies is a way of putting it. How would you put it? We'll go with buddies for now. <laughs> has weirded me out. <laughs> so you're trying to stick up for your friend. Friend, air quotes. Mm-hmm. And if you're so afraid of Coram... Wait a minute. Just kill him instead. <laughs> Wait a minute. You think that I actually have a shot of taking down your boy? Now that's funny. That's funny. You're scared of me. That's hilarious. <laughs> that is so funny. You're trying to get me to join you because you're worried I'm actually going to take out Path. Look at look at me. Have you seen the tight pants? There's no way I'm taking that guy out. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me you're wearing the tight pants right now. I'm always wearing the tight pants. I, I just, oh, this is the. I'm sorry. I'm just. This is amusing. I'm a fucking half elf bard, and you're like, join me. I. <laughs> sorry, I am actually laughing at this point, like. Because I can't. Both sets of arms are now folded across his chest. Like, mm. <laughs> you don't know what should be serious and what shouldn't. Bards. Yeah. Bards. <laughs> All right. Darwin. <laughs> Darwin. You're running hidden now amongst these posts with a bunch of duplicates of yourself, slowly turning into monstrous forms. Can what I do go, you do? Can I go back to China and tie them? Yeah. Okay. And you do that. Yeah. Stealthily. Okay. It's just normal rope. You can cut right through it. Nice. You start freeing them. What are you doing with them once you cut them loose? Hmm. What did Bell do with theirs again? <laughs> Why? Wow. To rally them? Yeah, that's what Bell's like, we should go attack all these goss rooms. Well, yes. Yes, yes. We should go attack all these goss rooms. But first, help me untie yourselves. Ah. There you go. That's right. Get them to work for you. Yeah. Untying everybody else. Definitely speed things up. Just, at just, an exponential rate. Just watch out for the... For the ones that have been turned into monsters, don't go near those. Okay. So the ones whose heads have been bitten off, I wouldn't worry too much about. Those are on the other side of the room. Ah, right. 
Okay, so we're not freeing the monstrous people. Got it. And they start rushing back deeper into the room, and you just hear, like, ropes getting cut. Nice. Like, footsteps. Rushing about. Veil. You and a small group of yous and Arnises <laughs> and Darvins and yes. Sams. Small group of yous. <laughs> what are you doing? You see this other gospel getting bigger and bigger as he goes through and just starts, sorry, and just keeps eating you. And as he gets bigger, he can eventually fit more of you into his mouth in a single bite. It's like starting with like the shoulders and up and like waist and up. He's getting bigger and Okay, so I'm going to look at all of the ones I've assembled and been like, okay, all of you that identify as Arnises and Darvins, go start fighting him. The rest of you that are Veils, go start untying people. <laughs> oh, that's smart. Why didn't I say that? You, you sent everybody to go start Which untying people. Which is just people. as good. Which is great. People are going to be untied at a much faster rate now. Because now it's not two people untying everybody. Uh. All right, Veil, you, yeah, the Veil gang. Shit, what is a gang of Veils called? Uh, a what? It's called a bridle. A what? A bridle? Oh. Uh, it's a hoop. <laughs> oh, fuck. That was good. Veil, you, and this bridle of veils. We're going to stick with that, aren't we? Are we spelling it like bridle, like a bride, or like what goes on horses? Oh, well, let's spell it like what goes on horses so it's not a okay. complete and horrible pun. <laughs> it's still pretty bad. Yeah. Veil, you and this bridle of veils go through untying everybody. The Darvins and the Aranuses you freed are all rushing after Big Gosram. And as they approach, the Darvins just start tackling him, like climbing onto him to stab him, while the Aranuses all start playing their music. And there's a choir of M's singing over there now. <laughs> yeah, there is. I cannot begin to describe how creepy it is as these weird, like, half-step-off-key M's start singing. And this big Gosram, he's mad. Yeah, big Gosram is mad. He's he's plucking these posts out of the ground, sometimes with more of U's still attached to it, and just hurling them at this group of of Aranuses and Darvins. And there's an explosion of bodies. Oh, yeah. That's, that's good. Aranus, back to you. The real you. This Gossram has extended an offer to you. I'm just, I mean... Oh. Here's the thing, though, dude. I'm not sure, like, what's in it for me? Besides you, like, not killing me. Right? Okay. Like, I get that. Like, what... What do I get out of it? What do you want is the question. If you just want to keep living, the answer is simple. But if you want more, well, I there's mean, so much more to life than living. Well, I mean, that's true. You know you're talking to a bard, right? Who nods? I'm already aware. <laughs> Thought maybe you needed to be reminded... I just, I mean, the one thing I want is to not be damned, and there's only one way to get it. You gonna help me with that? Just because Coram told you only one way doesn't mean it's the only way. Oh, 
Well, now we're getting somewhere. There's another... There we go. There's another way. Every bard has their price, of course. There's always more than one way. Interesting. How could you be damned if you never die? Oh, I see. Why would you want to? I don't know how you're going to make that happen. Take it for yourself. What? Take it. I won't give it to you. You will take it. I could make you live longer, sure, but not forever. But you could take it. <laughs> you want me to kill Coram? Hmm. That's just swapping one errand for another. Coram, Pathox, I don't see the difference. Then it doesn't matter. Exactly. It doesn't matter, so I'm going to go kill your boy. If you had the choice, why him? Because Coram hasn't been a dick to me. He listened to reason. That's the way it's going to be, Arnis. I mean... They personally... <laughs> if it means that... <laughs> if it means that I don't die, I don't honestly care one way or the other. It's still killing a god, right? But... You see, I have this friend whom I like quite a bit. He's a cool dude. Despite his lack of musical talent. <laughs> oh, and I'm pretty sure that he would either never speak to me again, or he would kill me if I killed his boss. And I'm not down for that, man. I don't like to play my friends that way. Okay. I'm gonna get smacked the fuck down by this god. <laughs> First, let's go back. To Darwin. <laughs> I'm just stalling it for as long as I possibly can. <laughs> Darwin, you've sent a wave of copies into the darkness. This streaming light to go untie and cut loose your copies, your other selves. Yeah. And as this group of freed people grows, they start running out of other people to untie and cut loose. What are you doing with them? What are you doing personally, even? Well, first I would continue helping, but as we run out, then mm-hmm. I guess we need to rally somewhere. To what end? Just to be ready for whatever's going to happen. I think I want them near... I, I want to be near-ish Arnus because, you know, when battle happens, Arnus is who we need to be near. But I don't necessarily want them all conglomerating on Arnus now because I don't want to draw attention that this is going on or put Arnus mm. in danger. Right now in it's between... late for that. <laughs> Arnus has got that part covered, don't oh, you? Yeah, worry. Okay. I'm already in danger, bro. <laughs> in, in that case, I could just rally them towards Arnus at this point. In between you and Arnus right now is that Gosrim who is turning people into monstrous versions of themselves. Ah. Uh, that. Do you want to go through him or around him? I guess we'll go through him. They'll send people to. Oh wait, I don't know that guy. You can see yeah. it. Then I'll follow Bill's suit and have them. For as dark as the sky is here. And when you look up, you see nothing. The light emanating from the floor is enough that you can see that other Gosrim getting bigger and bigger. And now swallowing people whole, plucking these posts out of the ground like lollipops. And just... (laughs) Eating them. Meaning the attack didn't work? It's still being attacked by other Darvins and other Aranises. But they're all dying? Some are. Not all. Hmm. Well, either way, there's three Gostrums. We need to take them out, so I'm going to send my dudes after that one. Are you going with them, or are you going around to Arnis? 
You're going to go around the car, Okay. Thank you. Vale. Mm-hmm. As you run out of people to untie, what are you doing? It's you and it, yeah, a bridal of other veils. <laughs> we didn't have to use the term. Fine, it's you and a gang of veils. I like that. Or maybe the term of a collection of assassins working together as a shadow. I like that. That's cool. We're uh, we're moving around to come and strike the central target from behind and assist Arnis. Okay. I was going to ask which one is central, but assisting Arnis lets me know. I don't one of them is getting really big and eating people. The other one is turning people into monsters. The other one hasn't done anything violent whatsoever. <laughs> now we're getting there, though. <laughs> Until about now. Yep. Arnis roll initiative. Yeah. I knew it wasn't going to listen to my bullshit much longer. <laughs> the stalling was good, though. We got what we needed. It's kind of what I do. You know what? I'll make this a little bit easier. And, uh, say, Arnis. The Gostrum you are debating with appears as the Gostrum as you've known him, as you've encountered him before, with the white fur, a little bit of a tinge of gray underneath showing through. The one turning people monstrous has a tinge of yellow underneath his fur. The one getting bigger and bigger has a tinge of green. Arnis, what's your initiative? Twelve. Not bad, but not first. No. And as you consistently shoot down this gosseron as he asks for your aid. He's going to step closer and closer, the heavy foot each time. First thing he's going to do, before he says anything, as he steps closer, two of his arms are going to come out quickly and just try to snatch you up and grab you. You can make an athletics or an acrobatics check to avoid this grapple. Mm. Oh, holy! <laughs> what did you get? Twenty-five. You only got a twenty-two. So you managed to dive out of the way of this grapple, and these two big monkey paws come swinging at you. If you're not going to help us, then I see no point in letting you go any further. And with his other two hands, he swipes at you just to claw you across the face. I hate this guy. One of those is a four on the die. The other is an 18. You can't even shield that. And one of these big eight paws swipes down at your face and hits you in the ear. Boxed my ear. You're going to take six slashing damage. Ugh. Meanwhile, on the far side of the room, you can see and hear dozens and dozens of yourselves attacking the other Gosserins, and you see Darvin quickly approaching. Arnis, what do you do? How close is Darvin? I'm going to say Darvin's 45 feet away. Okay. I'm going to try this, and it's probably going to end really poorly. Meaning it's probably not going to work at all. Never mind it. (laughs) I want to cast fear on him. Interesting. Alright, what do I have to do? I'm pretty sure that's a saving throw. Mm-hmm. It's a wisdom saving throw. Your DC is 15? Yeah. Oh, he succeeds. Yeah. It's a 14 on the die, and he does have a bonus. So you try to strike fear into Gossrim, and M's voice emanates from your loot. 
joining in like a different part of the song from the other M's that are echoing throughout this room. And Gostrom just gets mad. You see his eyes just turn almost red, and his hair, his fur stand up on end. Is there something else? I would like to use my bonus action to summon Sir Carl Luminous. Look who's back. You tap on your belt buckle, there's a flash of light. Tink, tink. Hail! Oh, crap! (laughs) (laughs) Are you sure? Oh, please. (sighs) Very well. Yeah! <laughs> oh crap! <laughs> Cause I feel the same way, buddy. And start climbing up Gostrom's leg. Got lots of fur to grab onto. And climb up. So he's not gonna have a problem at all. Darvin, I'm gonna put you in the initiative right here after Arnis. Right. Uh, just because you were running from a distance, yeah, I think this is about when you would get there. Okay. What do you do as you rush onto this scene? Sir Carl is out. Arnis is attacking who you know to be a god. I throw out my kangaroo. <laughs> all right. We, we haven't done this before at all. Please tell me what summoning your kangaroo looks like. Your ebony kangaroo. It's an action. I activate the figuring by speaking the command. You asked me to read your word. I mean, if you want to read that out, but if you've got your command word and just want to describe what this looks like as you summon an ebony kangaroo. I don't have my command word yet. Okay. But it's going to be something badass when I have it. All right. So basically, I'm speaking the command word, and it's kind of like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to do like a cool like stylus throw, like a... kind of thing. Okay. I realize that's entirely visual. No, like... <laughs> yeah. Of your hand. Is it like a shot put motion? Yes. Is like, it like throwing a card? Yeah, like a cross between a cart, like a shot put, and like a throwing star shot. Okay. And this little figurine of an ebony kangaroo flies out. Where is it landing? Right in front of Gostrom is the idea. And as it does so, it transforms into this black kangaroo with, um, what color are its eyes? Glistening gems. It doesn't say what it doesn't color. say? Okay. Then what color are its eyes? I would go green. I like emeraldy. Okay. Glistening green eyes on a black kangaroo as it grows in front of Gostrum. Uh, do you get to make any attacks, or does it get to do anything as it turns on? I can give it a command as part of the action, but I think the command is just attack. I'm not sure if I get to turn this around. Okay. Or not. I'll just put it right after you. Okay. It's the weirdest fight in history already. I love it. There's a six-inch man climbing up Gostrom's leg. There is now an ebony kangaroo standing right in front of Gostrom. Your command is for it to attack Gostrom, and it will do so right now. I think this is a kick? Like, that's what kangaroos do, right? Yep. All right. I will let you do the actions for the kangaroo. So immediately after you throw this, the kangaroo, hopping from one foot to the other, go ahead and uh, roll that attack. All right. Just picturing now Darvin sparring with the kangaroo and his free... Oh, that's a good idea. (laughs) Quit trying to kick me, kick me. 21. Yeah. Nice. Wham! And the attack is, let's see, 1d8 plus 3 bludgeoning. That was seven damage. Okay, what is the second part of that? Thank you. On a hit, target must make a DC 13 strength save or be knocked prone. Okay, not surprisingly, (laughs) a god passes this check. 
Not surprisingly. Gets kicked by a kangaroo and just turns all four arms up. Just... This means I probably have to check the kangaroo's hit points, too. Uh, yes, you should. Veil. I lead my little mini veil army behind him. I look at all of them and I say, crossbows. And we all draw. (laughs) Fire our hand crossbows at him. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. All at the same time. Oh, yeah. Nice. All right, roll me a d20 for their attack. This is like a hail of crossbow bolts. That's a five. Maybe the same attack bonus you do. Oh, that's true. So it's a 12. Okay, still not quite good enough. And this hail of crossbow bolts flies past Gosram, flies past Darwin and Aranis, not hitting anybody. Partially bad, but partially thankfully. Hey, you didn't shoot your friends. Yay! <sighs> That group of Darvins and Aranises are still swarming the growing Gosrim uh, as he gets bigger and they're just taking chunks out of his flesh. And there is creepy music, lots of insults being thrown at the other Gosrim. So, Aranis, anytime you just want to throw out a stray insult, just let me know. Sweet. Because <laughs> even if it's not you, it's still one of the yous in the background. You forward icy blockhead. <laughs> And I think the monstrous versions of you are going to support the Gosrim who turned them. So a lot of the ones that Darvin freed, they're now getting attacked by other versions of themselves. And with a god on their side, plus their new monstrous abilities, that fight is probably not going to go well. But back over to the the show. Aranus got a Gosrim in front of you. I do have a gossip in front of me. He is again going to try to grab you. Please roll your acrobatics or athletics. That's right. He goes first. He wants to hold you still so we can get a good bite. Mm-hmm. No. Bueno. A crit. You rolled a three. Waste of a crit, but still a good crit. <laughs> you are not grabbed by a god with yes. four arms. Yes. So two of those other hands are going to come down and swipe at you. No, I don't need to roll. No. How does an 18 hit you? I shield. Okay, what does that bring your AC up to? 21. Okay, well, the other one's coming in at a 25. Oh, damn it. So oh, that's he's gonna, right. He's so got there's... two attacks. Well, he's got multiple attacks. All right. The All first right. hand was the weakest. Um, I haven't done anything about the other one, so... The second one comes in for nine slashing damage. Jesus. You're a fool, bard. You'll die a fool's death. That was coming either way, so... Aranus, what do you do? <laughs> Instead of doing any of this, I'm going to throw a button at him. All right. Ooh. That's a snappy decision. All right. Yeah, roll that d10. No whammies, guys. No whammies. Only one of these is a whammy. Eight. <laughs> Did I just do the same thing I did the last time? No, 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 no. Oh, good. Last time you rolled a 10. Oh. Um, No, this one is fun. You throw the button, and mid-air, you see it break apart into four distinct pieces and lands around Gostrom's feet, and each of them sprouts and grows, and there are four awakened shrubs around Gostrom now, (laughs) who each just start, like... Clawing at him with thorny branches. <laughs> more and more summons. 
There are now four extra shrubs. Don't forget Sir Carl gets a turn. I won't. <laughs> and you thought there were only two of us in this fight. <laughs> we turned two into a lot. As four, best five, we could. Six, seven, eight. Now there's eight of us. Yeah. Mention all the veils. Okay. Sir Carl's turn. He's going to climb up in between a, a set of arms on Gosrin's right side and just try to flail him in the armpit where he's nice and soft and squishy. It's two attacks. He did it before because he was slow. Ooh, that's a three and a six on the die, though. Damn it. Sir Carl is not having much luck at armpit level, so he like reaches up, grabs a tuft of fur as if to make to climb higher. And in the background you hear... Obnoxious, duplicitous toad eater. <laughs> Just saying. These four awakened shrubs. I think what they're gonna do. Two of them are gonna go by each of his feet and extend out branches as if to tie his ankles together. Nice. They're gonna straight add at him. Well, they can do the tying part. You see these branches and thorns whip out and grab onto his legs and Gosrum struggle against them. Darwin. I'm gonna attack the Gosrum. Okay. For the first time. I'm back to normal attacks, right? Yeah. And the first one, using my proper attack bonus, is a 19. That hits. Nice. So that will do 13 damage. Nice. Okay, second sword. That's a nine. That's not going to hit. Okay, and a punch. <laughs> that is a 15. Okay, with one hand, he grabs your punch as it's coming in and pulls it aside. But then as your sword comes in, jab right into him. Nice. And roll your damage. Seven. Okay. Good job, dice. It is your kangaroo's turn. Yes, kangaroo. What is your kangaroo doing? Kangaroo is going to kick. All right, kick. Plus five. It's a twelve. Its ebony foot bounces off of Gosrum's belly. Anything else for your kangaroo? No, I think that's it. Okay. Veil. Veil motions for another salvo from the uh, the team. Twenty. That's going to hit. What's uh, what's the damage die on your crossbow? It's a d6. All right, go ahead and roll the d6 for your damage. I'm just going to multiply it for the many veils that are there. That's a total with my bonus of eight. You pepper Gostrom's back with crossbow bolts, and he tries to step away to steady himself, but because of the shrubs, collapses down on his face. Nice. Back full of bolts. In the distance, you see big Gostrom getting overwhelmed by the multitudes of Aranuses and Darvins as just the sheer volume of them are causing him to collapse. And he's screaming out, and every once in a while you'll see him throw one up. Just, ah, flying Darwin. Ah, flying Arnis. Remember, Darwin can survive that. And you hear from the middle of the fight, Wooden dismal ogre fondler! <laughs> On the other side, in the back, you see Gosrum continuing to turn some of the attacking ones monstrous, and the kangaroo Darvins, the rabbit Aranuses, and the butterfly veils start to use their more monstrous appendages to rip the other ones apart. And the Gosrum in front of you, Aranus and Darvin, is breathing heavily 
And you see all four arms reach out, press against the ground as if to do a push-up to lift itself back up. And it pushes out. Do you not understand what I'm trying to give you? End this now. He's going to reach out and try to grab Darwin's kangaroo. No. Darwin. Not Kangopolypse. Roll an athletics or acrobatics for your kangaroo. The kangaroo. Yeah, so plus strength or plus dex. Yeah, strength. <sighs> your kangaroo hops out the way. Nice. Gossam rolled a four. Mm-hmm. Nice. He's very frustrated and grasping at kangaroos and just tries to backhand you, Darvin, as he gets up to a knee. How does a crit sound? Not very good. 11 slashing damage. And he stands there in front of you, breathing heavily, back full of arrows. Arinus, what do you do? Thank you, Shrubbery. They still got him. He can't, like, move. He was just barely able to stand back up. I am going to, much like my pals fighting the other Gossarm, I'm going to cast Vicious Mockery. Okay. Uh, Gossarm's going to roll a wisdom save. Gossarm's going to fail. Arinus shouts, you confused, illiterate noggin knocker. All right, roll your damage. Six. And as this psychic blast hits him in the brain, he collapses again and doesn't seem to be moving. The shrubs kind of let go. What do you do? I mean, it would be Sir Carl's turn next, but he doesn't know what to do here. You can either suggest something to him or Darwin, you can do something here. Are the other Gostrums still moving? Big Gostrum's not having a good time. He's going down. The monster Gostrum. Monstrous Gostrum, the yellowish one. He's gaining followers. He's taken out the non-transformed versions of y'all. I feel like we should make sure that this one is down before we... Yeah, I know. Try and behead him. It's usually like a thing that works sometimes. I feel like having Carl take a swing at him is not a terrible idea. Carl, make sure he's down. Yeah. Yeah! He crits. Nice. And as his flail hits this gossroom in the arm... Doesn't seem to move. Looks like he's down. That that's unexpected. What what do we do, Darvin? Should I like inspect the body or try and hack its head off? Your instinct to try to take its head off is not a terrible one. Okay, I'm gonna do that then. Okay, roll an attack with advantage. Twenty-four. You slice his head clean off. Rolls a couple feet away and stops on its stump. Mouth open, eyes blank, looking up. Hmm. Anything else, Darwin? I don't think there's anything else we can do. Okay. Veil. I was going to order the other veils to create kind of like a perimeter line <laughs> between the team that's investigating the dead body and the like oncoming abomination team, so that when we're ready to move in that direction, we're ready to go. Clearly, these people don't know what's going on or what they're doing or delaying over here. So, since we're over here on this line, I'm going to tell them all just to attack the abominations. When they get in range or just right now? Uh, When they're in range. Okay. (sighs) Okay. They all ready their shots for when anything gets close enough. Darwin, I forgot about your kangaroo. (laughs) Your kangaroo has a very fun bonus action. Right. Please read me that bonus action <laughs> on your kangaroo. Pouch it. Bonus action. If the ebony kangaroo is adjacent to a dead creature, we'll place as many of that creature's items into its pouch as it can. 
items left in the pouch when it reverts to figurine, in other words, if it dies, are considered lost. <laughs> pouch it. Like a niffler. Pouch it. So as you're standing around this body of Gosrin, a group of veils, a bridal of veils, a shadow of veils, whatever, stands ready to shoot whatever. This ebony kangaroo hops over to Gosrin's head and picks it up and like looks at it, turns it around <laughs> a little bit, like in its paws. <laughs> And you see the Gostrum's eyes focus in on you, Darwin. Oh, crap. Did you think? Did you honestly think that you could kill me? And the kangaroo just whoops it into the pouch. (laughs) (laughs) The voice just like fades, fades, fades. And then the body stands up. Oh. And you see this headless four-armed gorilla start to bulge and twitch, and you see limbs break and extend, and new ones start to grow out of the side, and the fur just starts falling off of it as plating pops out, and you see the body of this huge scorpion with what should have the torso of a person on top but half of that torso is just gone, and it is snapping claws in the air blindly because it cannot see anybody. <laughs> <laughs> and the tail is whipping around. What do y'all do? Can run. I say we give it a wide berth and range it down. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What do you do about the approaching horde of monstrous versions of yourself? Yeah, there's that. This blind scorpion-like Gosrim. While a threat, if you're close, is easily avoidable if you stay far away. Okay. Give me a, like, lay of the land here. Okay, so we've got, like, scorpion Gosrim. Like, me and Darvin are, like, over here. Sir Carl, I'm assuming, got, like... She got the fuck away from Gosrim as soon as he started standing back up and transforming. Well, like, oh, no. Okay, okay. And then there's... He's brave, but come on. There's Scorpion Dude, and, like, what what does everything else look like? Like, where is Vale? Where are the other guys? Just so I kind of know what I'm looking at. I have things that are, like, cones, cubes, stuff. I need to know... Well, you and Darvin... Basic dimensions here. And Sir Carl and the Ebony Kangaroo are all definitely on the same side of this Scorpion. yeah. Veil, where in relation to them did you post up with your other veils? Were you on the opposite side, keeping yeah. the other forces at bay? Yeah. Okay. So you're literally like behind him. Yes. Mm-hmm. And there's an oncoming horde now horde. of monstrous versions of yourselves. Okay, and how far are they away from me? I mean, a ways. They've got to finish running up. So if there's anything that you need to prepare real quick, like you don't have minutes. No, no, no. I need to know a distance. 100 feet? Okay. They're charging. Yeah. The butterfly veils are flying. Okay. Headless Gostrum snaps in the air. His giant scorpion claws. How high are the butterflies flying? Fifteen feet. Okay. As soon as the first chunk of them get (laughs) into that 90-foot range, Mm -hmm. I want to cast Confusion on them. What does that do? It's each creature in a 10-foot radius sphere. 
Okay. So it'll encompass the flying ones, too, in that sort of first All right. chunk. In that case, I think Darwin, roll the saves for all the other Darvins. Aranus for the other Aranuses. Vale for the... Because you know your bonuses. I don't have your bonuses in front of me. Which, what's the saving throw on this? Wisdom. wisdom. Oh, yeah. Roll a wisdom saving throw for these monstrous versions of yourselves. The one time you want to fail, obviously. <laughs> I just did very well. Alright, Darwin. What did the Darvins get? Twelve. Okay. Is there a name for a group of Darvins? He's still working on it. Okay. We got like a shadow or a bridle of veils over oh, there. Shadow. Maybe I'll go with the murder. No, okay. we don't murder. Never mind. Eh, that's a little on the nose. <laughs> a radiance of darkness. Ooh, there you oh, go. Radiance. That I like. Radiance. Alright, Veil, what did the Veils get? A two. Yikes, they are confused. Arnus, what did all the, your boys get? Thirteen. Nobody is saving, apparently. Oh, there are monstrous Sams in this group. <sighs> Sam's already, like, Dogman. Um, Dogman with butterfly wing. No, no, he's gotta get something... Sp- Yellow Gossram gifted Sam with just more heads. <laughs> there are just like heads coming out of shoulders, all ready to bite, like Cerberus Sam. Cerberus. Serious Sam. Of course, those crit. So they're not confused. Arnis, what does confusion do? An affected target can't take reactions and must roll a d10 at the start of each of its turns to determine mm-hmm. its behavior. And then there's, like, a whole table. Alright, I'll roll those. Now uh, that I've cast it and it was... Darvins, Aranuses, and Veils. The Darvins get a one. The creature uses all of its movement to move in a random direction. The Aranuses and the Veils both got fives. Okay, five is the creature doesn't move or take actions. All the Aranuses and Veils stop. And then... The Darvins go which direction? Darvins. Uh, one is going to be still directly at you. Okay. And we'll go from there. We said, like, a clock face. Yeah, we did. So well, that's what the thing said. Two, three, four, five. They turn around and go the other way. <laughs> Sometimes confusion is good. And they go far, because they're monks. Only the wall yes, of do. sand continue to rush down upon you. And Veil, your line of archers, shoots them. Roll an attack. Because you had readied that. Twenty. You shoot a bunch of Sams. Roll the damage. Seven. And you hear howls of pains coming from all these Sams. The real Sam, nearer to you, like, oh. (laughs) Like, he knows it's not him, and he knows they're not other Tamani, but it still is, like, weird to see yourself get shot. What is the plan here? There's that Gossram there who's blindly attacking... Those confused creatures are not getting any closer, and it's just the Sams, which you outnumber at this point. What's going on on the other side? With the big Gossram. Yeah. Big Gossram is handled by the multitudes of you. And what about going over to that side and making the insane group that's rushing toward us have to rush past the blind Gossram and potentially take damage from that? Gossip or deal damage. We're already to him. on the other side of him. Yeah, that would just be you and the veils. Yeah, it's just you back. and the veils would need to fall back. Which you could easily do. Yeah. Definitely. But also, right now, you're not in his line of fire, and they're still fairly far away. They'll get here very soon. Like, if you wanted to move to the other side of Gossip, you do it now. That's what we do. Okay. okay. Yeah, 
as the row of Sams gets closer, they rush right past Scorpion Gostrum, and he just snaps, and you see a claw pinch one of them right in half. You see a tail hit one of them in the chest. That three-headed Sam just withers as if his whole body desiccated instantly. Awesome. Falls down tail. dead. At this point, they're not much of a threat. Are you just going to use this blind scorpion to help you thin the Sams? Mm-hmm. And then what? It would be better if it could go both ways, if we could have some other guys attack the scorpion and deal some damage too. Right, like have them cancel each other out. Do you want to just keep shooting the scorpion while this happens? I mean... In the meantime, I don't... Yeah. Do we have any sort of ETA as to, like, when the other us's are going to have brought down that other Gossram and we can have them over here? You know what? Let's just go right to that moment. Because, honestly, what's happening in front of you right now is controlled. Like, you've got this shit on lockdown. Gossram not having a head. Oddly. Oddly, we have a head. Yeah. How did that fucking happen? I'm as confused as you are. Hey. That's what confusion is for. Was not counting on a headless version of Gossram in this fight. Pouch it. Pouch it. So when Darwin said I want to chop off his head, gotta do it. Play through. Play through. That other gang of Darvins and Aranuses finish off that other Gosrum, and they start charging in your direction, and you see giant scorpion Gosrum start forming behind them. Oh, goddammit. 30, 40 feet tall. And just... Big scorpion legs start approaching your direction. Uh, this one has not been trying to negotiate with anyone. He's been content with eating everything in his path. So we could bring this one to the other one, right? Eating everything. Oh, it's so little, though. You have that potion of death. Which is still magic. It's worth a shot. What else are we going to do with it? Is he been eating people whole? At this point, yes. He can eat people whole. Okay. Here's an idea. Oh, God. Um... I'm just I love that gun. <laughs> I really oh, love that gun. I'm not sacrificing myself, but I am going to ask one of the other veils and explain to them my idea, which is you let yourself be eaten alive while holding the potion, and then while you're being eaten, you open the potion so he eats you and the potion, and we hopefully kill him. Why don't you do it? I'm just as real as you. Yeah, no, that's not how this works. <laughs> uh, roll to persuade yourself. Oh. Yeah, I could fail. <laughs> it's about right. God damn it. All these other veils are like, no, I'm the real veil. No, I'm the real veil. And there's a real identity crisis going on right now. And there's just a swarm of veils arguing over who's real. Oh, this did not end well. <clears throat> I point directly at the one that Veil has been talking to, since they're all in our vicinity now, and say, do you see that? That right there? You're going to go kill that. Or... All of us are going to die. But you, Vale, will be a fucking hero, and we will sing songs about you. I will write a goddamn song about the Vale that slew the Scorpion Gossram, and I will sing it, and I will teach it to others, and goddamn it, you're gonna go kill that fucking thing. I'm going to rally the troop. 
One trip. <laughs> Alright, RNX. I think you need to roll a disadvantage because Vale failed. Oh, damn it, Vale. You're still a very persuasive person. Also, asking Vale to be a hero, you know, is not necessarily the strongest. No, but it's what I've got. No. Maybe this is an alternate Vale who wants to be a hero. Aw, oh, damn it. Do you see that? Do you see that fucking crit? I see the crit on the one die. But what's on the other die? Not good. Oh, you've got a huge bonus. It's a 14. I think you found an alternate Veil who actually wanted to be a hero. Like, this was good Veil. Alignment-wise, good Veil. Not positive Veil. Like, still assassin Veil, but who was doing it less for owning a guild and being the best killer? I don't know, maybe this one had a good relationship with their Lorraine. And realize that it's not always necessarily about what is good for their own cause. Sometimes there is a greater good, and they will snatch up this potion and go charging after giant scorpion Gossroom. You all just watch? Yeah. I mean, we could cheer them on. Yeah, go. Good job. And alternate Veil rushes up to this other Gossroom, starts throwing knives and shooting crossbow bolts. Until Big Scorpion Gossroom reaches down with a claw, snatches them, lifts them up, and... Vale, what's it like to see yourself get eaten alive? I'm sitting there going, God, don't fuck this up. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I don't feel good about what I just did. But at the same time, I really don't want to die. And I don't want, like, all of us to die. For the common good. And you watch as Scorpion Gossroom devours this veil and walks closer and closer to all of you, picks up the other Gossroom and just starts, like, gnawing away and then starts coughing up. (sighs) Not unlike the sound a cat would make when coughing up a furball. You see parts of it just start to bubble under the surface of the exoskeleton and you see it pop and crack and leap down all this weird gooey insides and giant Gostrom starts thrashing around everybody make deck saving throws damn it (laughs) as goo starts flying off of it and landing on everybody Vale 15 Hmm. Arnis 24 Darwin. 18. Wow. Sam? Oh. Or Sam. Sam rolled a two. Damn it. And Sam just knocks Vale out of the way <laughs> and takes a big hit of Gossroom juices. <gasps> no. And you see it start to like burn away his fur and he's like crumpled up on the ground in pain. And big Gossroom collapses. Sam's in a lot of pain, but the other Gossroom appears to be down for now. What do you do? I help Sam. How are you doing that? So I can, like, heal him, right? Yeah, you can, can heal like, him. I can, like, cure wounds him. Mm-hmm. Then that's, that's what I want to do. Okay. You do so. And he regains enough strength to get up on his feet. So there's the four of you, Sir Carl, an ebony kangaroo, and a gang of veils. What do you do? Gossroom's not a threat right now. One Gossroom left, though, right? 
Yeah, but I'm not exactly sure how to take him out. When Gostrom left and still a bunch of confused monstrosities, right? Yeah. The confused versions of yourselves are gone. Gone, gone? They ran off into the darkness. Okay, are there non-confused monstrosities? Are those all gone too? No, the Sam. The Sam's all got shot by them. Oh, so all that's left is Gostrom. Yeah. Hmm. Just the yellow-tinted one who was making people monstrous. And that one's not in scorpion form, right? Or right. I, I'm i not exactly sure how to take him out. Only because you shoot him or you attack him by normal means and they come back. I wonder what would happen if we just took out the kangaroo. What? Well, that one's already done. We don't have to worry about that one. No, I mean, as an experiment. <laughs> Kill the head, does the body die? Oh. But that costume's already taken care of. Didn't it just get eaten by the other Gostrom? Yeah. Oh, right. Wait, okay. The half scorpion just the got The headless eaten? scorpion got eaten by giant Gostrom. Oh. By giant scorpion Gostrom. Whoa. And then giant scorpion Gostrom got poisoned, right? Yeah. Yes. That death poison got took effect afterwards. Now aren't you glad I decided to take that? Yes. That was brilliant. Begrudgingly, yes. I am I very much. glad. The yellow-tinted Gostrom is still just out there among the posts, like, picking over the body, seeing if any of them are left alive. I say we got enough of us. We try to do them in. Yeah. I mean, we still have all the veils, right? Mm-hmm. All the right. other all uses the are... Liberated. All the other yeah. are gone, right? Are yeah. Good, Confused veils. ones ran off. All right. Let's see if we can take him at range. Well, he's going to come over here. Well, we yeah, he's going to come range. over here, but, I mean, if we can start at range, we can knock him down some health. How far is he away? Far enough away right now that he's not an immediate threat. Okay. So if you want to go over to him, you can. He's not making an effort to come to you. Well, then why don't we have to kill him? That's true. I don't suppose we do. I don't know. At this point, he doesn't seem to care that we're. He doesn't seem to care that we're here. So I mean, I. Do you want to go talk to him? I mean, we could just go, but then do we fail? Does that count? I'm not sure if we have to like take out all the targets, but he doesn't seem to care that we're here. He's not messing with me. I don't tend to like to mess with people that haven't messed with me. Remember, this is also based on your belief system. It's how you're going to be judged and how you deal with this moment. Right. Vale's totally fine with walking away. I think Darwin is okay with there being other gods but Coram. Yeah. <laughs> as far as I know, Keeping I don't... Keeping in mind, he was talking about killing Coram. Oh, yeah. That's true. I'm like, I'm not trying to talk you in or out of anything. I'm just saying, make sure you understand your full decision when you make your decision. No, that's a good point. Darwin is probably going to say we need to take him out. Except, I mean, I guess what we're looking at are like three different aspects of Gostrom. Or three different versions. I don't know. We could try talking to it, but then we lose our... At this point, any advantage we're going to get is minuscule. Because I have to get within 30 feet. Okay. I mean, I could call him over and everybody could, like, ready actions for when he seems like he's going to eat us. Yeah, just ask him if he wants to kill Coram or what. I'm ready to prep the bow action. All right, I'm going to, uh, I step out to, to the front of the group and I say, hey, gorilla face. And he turns and looks up at you, starts making an approach, just walking over. You got beef with Coram? Have you seen my dogs? Dogs? The dogmen. Have you seen them? Not in the last five minutes. Or the rabbits, or the butterflies. Now the rabbits and the butterflies, they went that way. Would you help me find them? 
you're going to get there much quicker than any of us could. Would you like to get there faster? No. I help you. No. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm good. I like my legs. Um, oh, I wouldn't take them. No, no, no. No, I'm a, You could have more. No, I'm cool. Four legs, I'm five. Good. I'm good. I'm good with the two. Spiders have eight? No, no, ooh, spiders, no. Um, my, no, uh, my, my two legs <coughs> are lovely. As you can see, they look lovely in these pants. Um. I agree, nice <coughs> pants. <laughs> he does not fucking say that. Or maybe he does. <laughs> no, no, I'm good. I'm just saying, if you, if you want them, they are that way. They are yours for the getting. That way. Okay. Human face. It makes sure you did not kill I asked him. He asked, he said, have you seen my dogs? That's not an answer. That's not a no. You could walk up and ask him. He, he turns around and starts heading in the direction RNS pointed. Whatever, it's fine. So, um, we're good to go? I think so. Do you watch as he just disappears beyond line of sight? Yeah. Okay. I thank the veils for their service. Yellow-tinted Gosram walks into the darkness, disappears. Veil, what do you do with these veils? Good job, y'all. I know. Your team. Well, yeah, I'm as good as anybody here. You might be as good as me. <laughs> I'm going to take our word on that. <laughs> Tell them if they're real, they can prove it by exiting with us. Oh, that's kind of mean. Well, I, mean, I guess you can just tell them they can anyway. think, like you can go about your business. Like you're free to go again. Peace out. Let's go, guys. I pick up Sir Carl. Thank you. I pick up my kangaroo. You did well. You recall your kangaroo? Yes. Into its uh, ebony figure form. Yes. I don't okay. want that head back. Once it returns to its figurine form, that head is gone. And I'm Good. okay with this. And you all start. Walking in the direction of the light streaks in the ground, and everything slowly dims into darkness before you come back to the door leading into the pillow room. And as you open it up, you see a cacophony of kangaroo darvins, rabbit arnises, and a big yellow fur gosseron chilling in the corner. Everybody's in, like, this nice dog pile resting. They're hanging out in the pillow room? room? Yes. Wow. Whatever. I did find them. Thank you. You're welcome. Talia Talu looks fucking (laughs) baffled. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. (laughs) What? (laughs) Is this right? What did you do? What do you mean, what did we do? Oh, there's too many people here. (laughs) There was too many people in there. <laughs> I'm in trouble. So I'm guessing they're not supposed to end up out here. Oh. <laughs> oh, Talia, you kind of suck at your job, don't you? <laughs> it's not fun. If I had a small paper bag, I'd give it to you to breathe in, Talia. I'm sorry. Oh. Could be worse. Uh, oh, sure. Oh. So when do we know when our judgment is done? Oh, once you leave here. We're good? I think we're good. Do you think you're going to do anything with these guys? I don't think so. Could you all do me a favor? 
Sure. Do don't it. tell Koshia about this. <laughs> okay. Just don't. But you gotta figure out what to do about all these people. Oh no, I'm gonna just go. <laughs> I love this so Fair much. Enough. I, mm. Cool, then we're chilling, bro. Cool, let's get out of here. Everybody who's leaving, let's go. Don't just shout that. <laughs> what if costume tries to move? This costume's way cooler than the other one. Yeah, this costume's nice. This costume turned a bunch of people into monstrosities. But that's, oh, that's what costume true. does. <laughs> Are you defending costume? Man, fish gotta swim. Costumes will be costumes. Wow. <laughs> you two are the worst. There are a handful of rabbit arnises with big floppy ears come over to the door with y'all. Are you guys have to go? No, no. You, you should stay here with your buddy. Oh. And the ears just like droop lower. Oh, you just let yourself down. You know I did. <laughs> rabbit arnis to come with you? I really don't. Rabbit arnis, however, come on, is better really, than rabbit arnis. Really, do you, do you need more than one of me? Oh, there's only one of you. Uh, I know. They ran out and broke the mold after they made harness. Talia... Such an asshole. Talia escorts you all to the door. You can see them look up as if they're mentally speaking with Gosha to unlock the door and let you out. You hear a sound as the door becomes unlocked. They open the door just enough to let people out. And they're like, go, please get out. <laughs> Oh, Talia quickly exits behind you and shuts the door behind them and just like stands in front of it. <sighs> Can we just reset this and go? And Goshia is standing there looking at all of you. Wonderful. Notices that Sam is unbound and ungagged at this point. Oh, I see. Looks at Talia. Disappointment as always. So, you all made it out alive. Goshia turns to you. If you will follow me, we shall return to Barofax. I understand at least some of what you seek, as she looks at Arnis, is quite sensitive. So please, be mindful of what you want to know. Come. And she begins escorting you down the stairs. Gosia escorts you back down to Barofax's chamber, where you find them resting against the wall with a book that suits their size, studiously going over the written word, taking in this information, mentally checking it against everything else they've collected, and things they know, marking down notes in a separate book, corrections, alterations, footnotes, things of that sort. And as you all enter in, they close the book, reach up through that thin window that leads into a larger bookshelf library section, returns that book, sits cross-legged, still a good 20 feet tall in this position. Welcome back. I understand that you have questions for me. And as they look between the four of you, they motion for Gnoshia to exit, and their wings slowly start swooping in from the sides, just kind of forming a nice closed bubble with all of you inside. And as the light dims, 
their eyes glow an amber color, almost fiery. Now then, what do you wish to know? And with that, we'll bring this chapter to a close. But the story will always continue. Podcast art created by Vanessa Blockland. You can find more of her art on Facebook or at VanessaBlockland.com. Blockland spelled B-L-O-K-L-A-N-D. Podcast music by Daryl Dibber Reconos. You can find more of his music at Dibber.mo or at SoundCloud.com slash Dibber Music. Dibber spelled D-I-B-U-R. Thank you for listening to this chapter at Seasons of Skyrend. If you like what you heard, please give us a five-star rating and review on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you find us. If you want to chat, we're on Twitter at Skyrend Podcast, or you can email us at skyrendpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us online at skyrendpodcast.libsyn.com.